Hello there and welcome to the Fit Stop podcast. My name is Onfis Gerald and anyone who's listened to my podcast in the past before, welcome back and to all the new people and pretty much kind of due to TikTok, which is something I've been doing a lot and I've I've gained a lot of followers on TikTok just simply by by talking about Formula One. Let me introduce myself. I'm a radio broadcaster, a station called Spin South West. We broadcast to Limerick, Clare, North, Tipperary and South West Leash. I'm on air and spin every day, Monday to Friday. Spin hates with unfits and that is from three to seven. So my background is radio broadcasting and DJing, but my love is Formula One and it's something that I have been watching since um, kind of early 90s and uh, going back to, to Senna and Schumacher and Hill. Some of my first memories is Damon Hill and Senna going around in Monaco, I have memories of Damon Hill on board in Monaco. Kind of remember the incident where Senna lost his life in 1994. But since then, like 97 was probably the first season where I was so obsessed with Formula One. And I remember that last race with Jack Villeneuve and, and Michael Schumacher and Michael Schumacher taking him out and kind of doing a similar thing he did to Damon Hill in, in 1994. And then 1998 was the big one for me where I really started to understand the sport. And we had Jordan in there, of course, and Damon Hill and Rav Schumacher getting a 1-2 in SPAD. That was just something special. So I was obviously a big Jordan fan as well. I did apply for work experience in Jordan. I got denied, but in fairness to them, they did reply to me, and they did say, look, we can't take work experience people, and you'd be coming from Ireland, and blah, blah, blah. So Eddie Jordan's team did get back to me. I must frame that. I have it somewhere in my house. But uh, back to the Fit Stop podcast. I was trying to think of a name a few years ago, and I was teaching a radio course at the time, and one of the students was like, well, you're Fitz, and it's a pit stop, so why don't you call it... Fit stop. So uh, that's the explanation for the name. And welcome to the podcast. And hopefully uh, we'll do a podcast after every race or maybe when they're back to back, we might do one every two weeks. And probably over the next few podcasts, I'll, I'll get people involved. You, the people listening and you, the people on TikTok and online and social media. I will reach out to you and just get the fans views and, and see how the season unfolds. So back with a bang. Um, we had the controversial end to 2021. Max Verstappen. Comes in as world champion, takes the number one. Um, it's something we haven't seen since Sebastian Vettel back in um, 2013 was the last time I think we, we saw the number one in the car. And he was very adamant going, yeah, I'm world champion. And you know what? He's probably thinking, if I'm never world champion again, I might as well get number one on the car. Red Bull were favourites going into the opening race in Bahrain this weekend. Ferrari were looking strong. Mercedes really on the back foot. I'm sure George Russell was thinking, oh, after coming from Williams, look, I'm going to be fighting for points, but I'm not going to be in that dominant car that I wanted. Now, I think there's a lot of pace still in that Mercedes. You can see it. They, they need to unlock something. They need to make a few changes. But Max Verstappen was looking to be favourite. And comes Ferrari and Charles Leclerc wins the race. Pretty much, you would say, dominated the race. I know there were some battles with Max, but Ferrari just looked strong. Second place for Carlos Sainz. He was very moody this weekend. He was very much off the pace compared to his winning teammate, but he just seemed unhappy. You know, people were like, well done, second, Ferrari's back. And he's he's brutally saying, yeah, no, I'm not happy. Because what I think Carlos Sainz doesn't want is Carlos Sainz doesn't want to have himself as the number two driver. Because give it a few races, if Charles is winning, Ferrari going to look over and go, look, we have a clear number one. You might win some races, but you're going to have to play second fiddle. And that is something Carlos Sainz won't want to do. So I think we will see some fireworks in the Ferrari camp. So second place for Carlos, not ideal for him, but a good deal for Ferrari to be back. One, two. I mean, we haven't had Ferrari winning in years. You know, we go back to Charles winning in um, Spa, sadly, after losing Jules Bianchi. And then obviously the big win, which is massive Ferrari to, to win in Italy. And then it all went a bit funny and we had this really strange thing with the Ferrari engine. We never ever got to know what was going on with the Ferrari engine. But all of a sudden out of nowhere, Ferrari were gone. 
and Ferrari were dropping down the field and 2020 was a was an awful year. Look, it was awkward for everyone with COVID, but they had such an awful season. Bad start to 2021 and a fight then to get third place. And they were looking strong, weren't they? And I think Ferrari were looking towards the new regulations and going, right, we put all our eggs into this basket and we, we're going to win. We're going to win in 2022. Or at least we need to be fighting for championships. And that's where Ferrari needs to be. Because I think Formula One without Ferrari. I know Ferrari over the last few years have said, oh, we're going to leave. You know, We're not going to sign all these deals if we don't get what we want. Ferrari are back. And this is where they should be. And we want to see Ferrari fight for wins. And we want to see Ferrari winning the championship. Mercedes have run away with the Constructors' Championship for eight years. Lewis Hamilton, seven-time world champion, and just missed out. The only other person to win was Nico Rosberg back in 2016. So after Sebastian Vettel, it was Lewis Hamilton time. One quick year of Rosberg, and then it was Hamilton, Hamilton, Hamilton. Bit of a glimpse of Ferrari and Sebastian Vettel, but it just didn't work out, and they just didn't have the car. So Ferrari last year worked on the engine, developing the new car, and word was they were going to be fast, and they were. So it's looking like we're going to have a battle with Ferrari, and then Red Bull second, and at the moment it's looking like uh, Mercedes in third. Uh, an awful weekend for Red Bull, where it looked like they were going to have a strong weekend with Max and pick up some some points with Perez. Perez just not on the limit as as much as Max is, and Max was good all weekend. But when it came to the final round of qualifying, Ferrari turned up that engine, and it was Ferrari that got on pole. But Max was still looking good. But disaster for Max to retire. They got that strange old thing where after the pit stop, where he felt he couldn't steer the car properly. And then he had the issue where he had to retire. And then absolute sickener for um, Sergio Perez um, on the last lap uh, to spin. Uh, engine cutting out, wheels locking up and Lewis Hamilton to get third. And you know what? That's just a get out of jail free card for Mercedes. Third and fourth to pick up what? 25 points? For Mercedes, like that's gaining 25 points. It's not getting 25 points. They've gained 25 points. Red Bull, if you look how strong Red Bull were against the Mercedes towards the end of the year, and the big celebrations in Abu Dhabi for both Red Bull cars not to finish is massive. And I think in a season like this, reliability is going to be key. The Ferrari looks strong. Now, the Red Bull did, obviously, so we might see some of these issues for other teams, but disaster for Red Bull. And Max Verstappen, very angry over the radio. And he said he would have been happy to finish second, but he was very aggressive over the radio. And he, he wasn't happy with his team about his tyres and not being able to push coming out of the pits. And very interestingly, we, we, we saw Lewis Hamilton when he went on to the medium tyres, really, or maybe it was the hard tyres, actually, really struggling to get out of the pits. Can you imagine a Formula 1 without blankets? Because that's where Formula 1 is going to go, where they're only going to be at a certain temperature. So ultimately disappointed for Red Bull. They'll be looking to uh, get points coming into the next race. And we know how crazy the following race is coming up in uh, Saudi Arabia. But uh, well done to Ferrari. They are back with a bang. And uh, Red Bull have a lot of work to do, but Mercedes really off the pace. I mean, looked into third and fourth with the two retirements. So, you know, they should have been fifth and sixth. They, they, they got a bit of a get out of jail free. But I think that's why Lewis Hamilton is seven-time world champion. He's there to pick up the pieces. And even though they were well off the pace and that's just made strange strategy with going on to the, the hard tyres and then going on to the, to the medium tyres. So just wasn't working out for Mercedes. Look, they came with a radical car with pretty much no side pods and it's just not working for them. And obviously they're having that problem with purposing and, and bouncing going down the straights. So disappointing for Mercedes. But look, it's Mercedes and I think they'll be, they'll be back. But the only thing is it'll take them a few races to get back. So if we're going to be in a championship fight, and this is what I'm excited about, right? That we'll have Ferrari, we'll have Red Bull and we'll have Mercedes. A three-way fight for the championship. Then it will get very interesting when you've got extremely good drivers. So Ferrari, we know, can fight for the win. If Perez gets up there with Max Verstappen, he can win races. And we know Hamilton is brilliant, one of the best drivers of all time. 
and then you've got his new teammate coming in George Russell and fair play to George played the team player thing didn't he helping Hamilton in qualifying pretty much to, to give him a toe down the straight so George one race in and all uh, playing wingman already but lots of potential in that Mercedes it's a beautiful car um, but they need to unlock the design of that car and they need to look at where they've gone with it because you would have thought like Mercedes were all saying last year oh yeah we're not developing that's why Red Bull will catch us in 2021 we'll be miles ahead we're going to smash them in 22 no and they want to get their act together quick because if they don't Ferrari or sorry for Mercedes all of a sudden will find themselves very far behind in the Drivers' Championship but most important and the big one for everyone is Constructors' Championship the higher you finish in the Constructors' Championship the more points you get and this leads on now to Haas what an amazing result for Haas. They looked competitive over testing and we kind of thought maybe they were testing on their own because they had delays with freights and in fairness, well done to the FIA, they let them test themselves. They looked quick, but I kind of thought maybe on track on their own, maybe a bit hotter at night time, then getting a bit cooler that maybe the tyres and the, the conditions maybe were, were leading to Haas's times, but no, Haas were really strong. Kevin Magnussen must be pinching himself. Finishing fifth for Haas. Only a few weeks ago, he had no plans to be back in Formula 1. We all know why Mazepin isn't there. We're not going to get into it. So Schumacher and we've got K-Mag back. And K-Mag was just straight on the pace. You give a good driver a good car, they're going to score points. Now, the development race, let's see what happens because we've got a disaster at the back for McLaren. We've got Williams and we've got um, Aston Martin who are just doing terribly bad at the moment. But it still potentially looks like it's a good car with, with room to improve. Like, Haas were so far off the pace they might as well have been in Formula 3 last year you know they were being lapped they were in the way they were struggling and you know if you watch Drive to Survive and Gunter said look we're just going to have to be about survival and the main thing for them was surviving 2021 to build a competitive car for 2022 now you might say it's all the Russians money that have led to this car being developed so I think there's going to be a lot of lawsuits it's going to be very interesting but I think how all this money has been spent but maybe it's the thing of the money's locked in and I don't know whatever terms and conditions are in those contracts but Haas is back and what a return and look it was like they won the world championship I mean they were so far behind last year for them to score fifth like the third in the constructors championship I know you'll say Fitzy it's only one race but they're third they're third already in the constructors championship and if they build on points look if they finish fifth or sixth in the constructors championship they'll be very happy Alfa Romeo, who I thought didn't look good in testing, had a bit of a messy testing. Great qualifying um, for Valtteri Bottas. Bad start, which we, we kind of saw with him before um, in Mercedes where he dropped back in lap one. But good strategy, good pace. And to finish in the points. And the first Chinese driver, well done to Joe. I mean, that's amazing for him in his first race. Kind of like Yuki Sonoda last year. Um, it was his first points in his first race. So let's hope that he can keep um, those points going. And great points as well for, for Yuki Sonoda because uh, teammate... Um, why can't I? Pierre Gasly, nearly forgot his name. Pierre Gasly retired, which obviously led to the safety car, which might have changed the race for us. Um, but Max Verstappen's car obviously retired. But I think the main thing was is that teams are scoring points like Alfa Romeo. That is huge. Let's look at McLaren. Disaster. I think they knew it would be a bad weekend, but I don't think they knew it would be that bad. Um, off the pace. Um, testing was messy. They missed a lot. Um, Ricardo was off, of course, with COVID. And then... The water pump problem, I think, didn't he have? And he missed a lot of practice too. And their brakes, and it's the issue with the brakes. And that, look, they're not using the parts they want to use. The car was just so off the pace. I mean, they were at the back at the start of the race. And look, they're trying to play it as like, oh, we'll be grand, it's fine. But like, you're going into another race now this weekend and then you're shipping off to Australia and you're kind of thinking it's a bad start to the season for a team which has been on the way up. And let's remember, McLaren have been on the way up 
all the time. And we thought this year, yes, this is the year. This is the year that McLaren are going to be back. Now, maybe they will. Maybe like Mercedes, they get their act together. But they looked good in testing. So potentially there is a good car there. So fingers crossed. Because look, McLaren is a team I've always adored. And I always like McLaren. And I'm a good fan of, of Ricardo. Always have been in Lando Norris. So it's a team that you want to see do well. The history of, of, of McLaren. So look, fingers crossed. McLaren will get their act together. Aston Martin, disaster. Um, well done to Hulkenberg to come back in. Super sub. Um, Sebastian Vettel out with COVID. Um, I haven't heard, but it'd be interesting to see if he's back this week or if he feels well enough. Because the thing is, he'll have to isolate. And can he go out of isolation? Look, it depends on the rules in those countries, doesn't it? So it'll be interesting to see if he's if he's there this weekend. But himself and Stroll were just, just off the pace and the car just has looked off the pace. It's probably one of the nicest looking cars. They finally got the colour and they finally got everything right in it. But an absolute disaster for them. And I can, I can imagine Lawrence Stroll is going to be like a dog. I'd say the atmosphere there is terrible. So a lot of work for them to do. A lot of work for Williams to do as well. Uh, very much off the pace. Um, Latifi was uh, qualified last. And it was great to see Albon back and see him racing. And let's get to the point before we finish up. I'm not going to do a long podcast because I just wanted to get my thoughts on, on, on Formula 1 2022 and just get you listening and see how many listen as well. But um, Williams definitely off the pace. McLaren off the pace as well. Aston Martin very much off the pace. So um, we do want those teams to to, to build and, and, and to start winning points. And let's get to the racing. It was a bit awkward, wasn't it? The cars just looked, especially in the corners, they don't have the good flow that they had before. So obviously the suspension, the aerodynamics, everything has changed. But interesting on lap one, they were all bunched up together. Even after two laps, the whole 20 field were only separated by a small bit. That's not something we're used to. So I think if all the cars get their act together and they get closer and development rate and the sliding scale, we'll see them close. And the main thing was we saw people racing and they were able to follow. Now, the DRS was extremely like <laughs> too fast for Max Verstappen. But what we saw is they can, they can follow each other, they can race and they can overtake. And I think we're going to have a really exciting season. It was just a bit of an odd race because I think it was just strange to see Mercedes after pace, Red Bull retiring, Ferrari winning. The cars look different. They're racing different. It's slower. I felt the race kind of like it just took so long. I kind of going, mm, it's a really long race, isn't it? Got a bit boring, but, you know, something always happens in Formula One. So we go into the next race. We remember what happened last year in Saudi Arabia. We're not going to get a repeat of that, I don't think. But maybe we will with Max and Charles or Carlos Sainz. Let's see. We're going into race number two. That track is crazy. So I expect a lot of fireworks, a lot of crashes, a lot of safety cars and possibly red flags as well. Thank you so much for listening to the first podcast. We'll do a longer one. Get some guests for the second one.